So using the puja, the occasion of offerings, dedication, to begin and end the day. As it goes beginning uh, a day like this, it's about creating a proper frame. Anything we do repeatedly and meditation is something that needs to be done repeatedly many, many times to let it grow properly, to keep that culture properly fed, nourished. Through you know, some difficult territory sometimes, so this, these pujas act like a kind of a, a steady frame. How you set up your day, how you set up your practice, how you relate to your experience determines how that experience will be. So anything we do repeatedly tends towards automatic, tends towards um, certain dulling of uh, intent. It's because when the mind recognizes repetition, here we go again, another day, so what? It can get this veneer of uh, familiarity that's no longer fresh, bright. If the mind carries that veneer, that covering, then it's, it's not properly set up for this practice, where we'll be bearing in mind the need for transformation, bearing in mind the recognition we have to meet compulsions that are very strong, habits that are ingrained, Identity patterns that have become established. This is not a small undertaking. We have to bear in mind our death and that separation from things around us as impending. We take refuge and we enter the Dhamma Vihara, the Dhamma dwelling. Mm. How you enter determines how your energies, your aspirations, your intentions will be. That determines the conditions that your mind will be uh, carrying and led by or covered by. So 
the beginning and ending a day with a sense of um, reverence. Because we're entering deep territory, vulnerable territory, poignant, confusing, asks everything from us. Asks us to rise up. give ourselves nothing else will really be adequate and a recognition that if this quality of respect reverence giving is carried through and and that is a major part of what's needed correct relationship affects everything the relationship is correct we begin to relate to our mind states heart states bodily conditions Social circumstances and a sense of clarity, dispassion, sati, mindfulness, right view. What needs to be brought forth, what needs to be put aside, uh, don't hang on to what is not yours and will leave you. Carrying through the puja with a sense of uh, clarity, so it doesn't just become, even this doesn't become automatic, which can happen. So we're quite careful making offerings um, as if we are actually offering to a Buddha. careful lighting of candles offerings bowing and then offering ourselves our voices making it an offering that's what we can do now the limitations at least to open the open the throat open the chest carefully bring forth sound that then wraps around us the tonality the voice carries the tone of the heart you bring it forth it wraps around you you hear it it feeds back listening feeding back that tone that offering that 
giving with a bright not frantic, not bellowing but just a bright tone it feeds back, you hear it it goes back to the heart and for that moment there's some sort of lift that's how it goes, you get the feedback as your heart rises your voice clarifies your tonality clarifies you, you hear that that feeds back encourages more so it's this loop that is so much a part of entering Dhamma what you give is what you receive what you receive will be given to you being thus given to you rise up you give back what you give you receive you give loving kindness you receive it you receive loving kindness you give it and then this cycle makes the heart rich strong And here, in some ways, all we have to do is just give a candle or incense, water, bow. But you set up that particular paradigm I'm offering. I'm receiving that quality of devotion to a Buddha, gratitude to a Buddha, respect for Buddha, saying I'm willing to train and there's a humility in that which strangely doesn't put us down it actually lifts us up from the burden of the individual the pressure of the personality and we drop all that we're just uh, willing aspirants and that's that's the best place to be that's the best um, shape to be in not a I'm a 25 years of practice kind of stuff here I am no it's I am open listening willing beginning always beginning always beginning And your mind listens up, heart opens up. You enter. Carefully, respectfully. Entering the sacred. And we recollect qualities of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. We recollect qualities that uh, inspire us, we admire, and we connect to with chanting specifically says you're in this you know uh, 
the Buddha bestows blessings on me, addressing the Buddha as well for us, that, you know, this being who realized Nibbana, didn't need to do anything, still made these teachings available for us, for the welfare of later generations. And you're really touched by that, that you, all of us, we can be invited to pick that up. It's, it's an inclusion. Every act, every skillful inclination we bring forth is adding to the power and the intimacy and the humanity of this tradition. That's how it's carried on through through us. No other way. Reality books can't do it. It's humans who do it. We do it. Those who wish to be trained. It's it's up to you. Order trains those who wish to be trained. Are you interested? It's an offer. Dhamma, immediate, inviting, encouraging, relevant. Mm. Inviting your authenticity, pachatang. Come in. Enter into the community, those who have entered upon the good way. The supatipano. Enter, enter. Find your place. You're not alone in this. We all have bodies that get dull and stiff. Draw the body upright, practice with it. We all have hearts and minds that get cantankerous and moody and desperate and you know, lose their edge. We all have that. Use the occasion to bring forth what's best in us. It's just our patience and our devotion and willingness to show up in our lives very directly very directly this this is the last day the last hour this is how we should practice 